Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Austin Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll cover Goldman Sachs' warning that the U.S. will suffer economic consequences for not containing the COVID-19 virus, an announcement from the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta that the danger of mortgage forbearance is turning into foreclosures is rising as COVID-19 infections surge, and an expansion by Zillow offers. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Halley that covers a warning from Goldman Sachs. According to the article, the bank claims that alone among developed economies, the U.S. has failed to contain the COVID-19 virus and will therefore suffer economic consequences. In a report issued on Independence Day, Goldman Sachs economists said over the last few weeks, the COVID situation has worsened significantly to the point where the U.S. is now a notable outlier among advanced economies, and the pullback in consumer spending, which accounts for about three-quarters of U.S.G. GDP will likely cause job losses and a steeper recession than previously expected. The economists say this is because the U.S. took a more bottom-up approach to reopening than most countries, meaning policy was set mostly at the state and city level, which has contributed to a resurgence that is already much worse than anticipated. According to Goldman Sachs economists, bringing the virus under control is likely to take some time, and national consumer activity is unlikely to pick back up until that happens. Because of this, Goldman Sachs has revised its 2020 GDP forecast to negative 4.6% on a full-year basis, compared with a negative 4.2% in its previous estimate. Our next story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers a report from the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta that indicates the danger of mortgage forbearances turning into foreclosures is rising as COVID-19 infections surge. According to Halley, COVID-19 cases in Texas, Arizona, Florida, and other Sunbelt states have set record highs in the past week, and some intensive care units have exceeded capacity. As of last Thursday, the nation had more than 54,000 new virus infections, which is approaching in just one day the 84,888 total cases China had during the entire course of its outbreak. Halley says adding to the foreclosure danger is the July 30th end date for the $600 a week federal enhancement to state unemployment benefits aimed at fully replacing salaries of people who lost jobs amid the pandemic. In reference to the report, Atlanta Fed economists said the threat that forbearances will transition to foreclosures has regained power as the number of COVID-19 infections increases and the CARES Act unemployment insurance benefits are set to expire at the end of July. According to the report, the beefed-up unemployment benefits have kept forbearance rates lower than some of the most pessimistic forecasts of 20% to 30%. Instead, the forbearance rate was 8.6% of all active mortgages in June's final week. That being said, economists are now worried about a new round of layoffs if the COVID-19 resurgent forces states to reverse the reopenings. This is why Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has warned that additional relief measures are needed from Congress to avoid long-term damage to the economy. 
Our last story comes from Julia Falcon and covers an announcement from Zillow that it will resume buying homes via Zillow offers in five markets, making 20 out of its 24 markets operational again since pausing the service due to COVID-19. According to Falcon, home sellers in Los Angeles, Riverside, California, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, and Orlando, Florida can once again sell their homes directly to Zillow offers. Notably, about a month ago, iBuying resumed in Atlanta, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, San Diego, and Sacramento, California. In reference to the announcement, Zillow President Jeremy Waxman said home sellers want a more convenient, seamless, and safe way to sell their home, and he's excited to bring Zillow offers back to more sellers around the country. He says this is because the rapid adoption of technology and virtual tools is creating a new and safer landscape for the entire real estate experience. And that's exactly what Zillow intends to do as the company is launching a health safety initiative to protect its customers, employees, and partners. This initiative entails limiting the number of in-person tours and encouraging personal protective equipment such as masks and gloves. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Download. We're excited to share that The Daily Download is now available on Apple Podcasts, so be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can catch us wherever you want to listen. And now, since you're subscribed, we'll catch you again here tomorrow.